Hey guys, welcome back to the Wadi Midweek College Podcast. My name is Caroline Head. I'm a communications intern here at Watkinsville. I've got my co-intern Carly Malkowitz here with me and college pastor Vic Doss and communications pastor Joel Shinpo. And we are going to be talking a little bit about their sermon on Sunday on John 12. All right, we're just going to jump into some questions. So let's just start off strong. Why do people want to kill Jesus? So that's a great question because seriously, if you're reading through the book of John and you've never read through the book of John before, then you have to be asking this question. You have to be wondering, what is it about this guy that makes people want to kill him? I mean, we're, we're talking about killing someone. That's murdering someone, all right? Like, hear this, that he's fed thousands of people at once. He's healed people. It seems like he's making society a better place. And in fact, when you come out of John chapter 11, he's just brought someone back from the dead right in the same breath there in John chapter 11. You see that there's this group of people who said, okay, we need to kill this man. But what is it about that Vic that you like, why, why do, why do people want to kill him? I think because what he what he does is he intrudes into the way we think the world ought to operate. We know that's true in John because John gives us glimpses of that. Uh, that that these people that are the religious rulers, John tells us at the end of John chapter twelve, they they conspire to kill him because they love the praise of men more than the glory of God. The kingdom of God is upside down from the kingdom of man. The first will be last. Um, the rich will be poor. It, it just doesn't work in our head the way he talks about things. And so he's coming to set up his kingdom, and it's completely contrary to the kingdom of man. And that ultimately is what puts him in the position he's in with these people wanting to murder him. I had a friend, actually, who did, uh, he would do these Bible studies. They weren't Bible studies. They would actually just read through the Bible with international students. And he was reading through... Uh, the book of John with some, uh, they were Chinese students and some of them had never read the Bible. And so they're in the book of John and they would read three chapters a night and there was no discussion. They were just reading the book. Occasionally they would ask questions about it and he would answer. When they got to, uh, toward the end of John, I think he said it was somewhere right around the arrest that one of the girls in the Bible study, they've been reading and she, he said she got visibly like angry and emotional saying, are, are they going to kill him? Wait, they're going to kill him. Why are they going to kill him? And so your your comments earlier about if you're just reading the story for the first time, you're, you're like, it doesn't make sense. Why would you kill this guy? And he said she was just so, she couldn't figure it out. And she had never heard the story. And so I think it's very true. If you're reading it, he certainly looks like the good guy. One, so one last point to insert here. It's this, that, as you read the Gospels, sometimes we're tempted to think that Jesus is only going to challenge us really at a few points, like most of the things we can accept of what he's saying. But if you were on the ground with him as he's living and breathing these words, I mean, here's the bottom line. Jesus challenges you at every point. Everything about you has to change because that's what we're getting to in the book of John. In order to find life, you have to actually die. So when it comes to our lives, Jesus is going to challenge you at every point of your life. And and that's either you're either going to die and find new life in him or you're going to want to kill him. 
And, and it's just that polarizing when it comes to him. And so oftentimes people want to, you know, lift, you know, kind of make him out to be like a good teacher, a good figure to look up to. But the fact is there's really just those two responses yeah. when it comes to him. Yeah. So you mentioned one reason for this anger is that Jesus comes in and his kingdom looks completely different than man's, how the first shall be last and the rich shall be poor. But if you're looking at the church today, do you really think we're living this out? If Jesus were here, do you think he would come in and start saying the same things he did back then? So I would define the kingdom of God this way. It is God's people in God's place under God's rule experiencing God's blessing. And the church is an imperfect expression of that. To answer your question, I think Jesus would say the exact same thing because he's not changing. It's the same message. And and to experience the blessing of God, Joel touched on that, that it requires a death to everything we want and everything we desire. And, and new life in him just looks at it. That's where you experience the blessing, but you've got to die to every old thing that you bring into it for and so imperfectly the church is an expression of the kingdom of god this side of heaven and i have a little bit of a simpler definition i heard rick warren say this and it's never been able to escape me it, he said god's kingdom is anywhere god's king and so if you that want is to, simpler and and actually the exact same thing the exact same thing but <laughs> god's kingdom is anywhere that god is king and so when Jesus, and you see this in his ministry, when Jesus comes out there, you know, like, and he's teaching and he's healing people, he's setting up his kingdom. He's saying, look, I'm going to be king here and this illness is no longer going to reign in your life. Um, and so he's he's changing things over to where he set up as king. And so anywhere in our lives where he's not set up as king, he, he wants to come and wreck that. And again, that's what we've seen in John is there's a group of Pharisees who have set themselves up as rulers and Jesus is wrecking that. And so that's why they take such great offense and want to kill him is because of his message that he has to be king, not us. Yeah. So what's something that we're going to be going more into Sunday that they can look forward to? Actually, it kind of ties into the last question. There's this dinner party happening in John 12 where you actually are going to see the contrast between the kingdom of man and the kingdom of God. And I think it's going to be really cool for people to see that. Yeah, so one quick example. You have a woman come and anoint Jesus' feet, and everyone's going to get really upset about that because she just dumps, in our terms, $40,000 on the ground. Yeah. And right away, you see the conflict between what we think is important and what Jesus says is important. And it makes sense that they would be saying like, hey, why couldn't we have used that $40,000 for the poor? But Jesus challenges them on that. And he says, no, it's better what she's done. So why is that? And we're, we're going to talk a lot more about that. Don't miss Sunday. It's going to be good. Awesome. Thank you, guys. Can't wait to hear more of that on Sunday. As always, if you have any questions, feel free to email joel at watkinsville.org, and we will see you back here next week.